This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Our guy, Ryan Butler of Wagers.com. And Ryan, you look great. I have to ask you, when it comes to like um, all the legal side of sports gambling, is the best show we could have had you on. Because today, Calvin Ridley gets suspended for at least a year because of sports gambling violations in the NBA. He rebuts that, hey, only only gambled, how much money was it, $1,500? Only gambled $1,500. I don't have a gambling problem. What what do you make of that situation uh, just from top to bottom? And what was your like instant reaction to that? Yeah, um, can you guys hear me okay, too? Just want to make sure we get that right. No, you sound now, great. You sound great. Perfect. Okay, so unfortunately, it's the kind of really situation is a lot of ways of looking at it. First and foremost, it's bad. You there just can't have an NFL player betting on NFL games just ever. That's you give up that right when you're in the league, even if it's on your team, even if it's not your it's nothing. It's just it's not a good look. So that's bad. The positive spins are it was caught at least. It you know that's a good thing. Uh, one of the benefits was, was a technically a legal book. They reported it. Uh, so I think that's a positive because we don't want this behavior. And I think, honestly, Roger Goodell doesn't do a lot of things right in fans' eyes, but a pretty strong punishment is necessary. This just can't happen. It, it does. It's one of those things where sports gambling and its integrity, guys aren't throwing games. That's very, very rare. But even when we have situations like this, even if it's a few bets, even if it's only, quote, unquote, $1,500, like he tweeted, it's just no good. So you know, that's just a bad scenario. It, it makes critics of sports betting go, all you see, you see, you see. That's no good. Um, but I think it was handled as best as possible during the situation. In uh, a real quick follow-up, Ryan, do, do you think that the NFL has any sort of fault in this because of the launch and the boom of sports gambling in their specific sport as well, just like continuing to push it, push it, push it so hard. And then tell them, I guess you kind of sign up to not gamble if you are playing the sport, but just them having just this huge boom in sports gambling. And it's kind of like, well, Hey, we're making a lot of money off of it, but you can't and you shouldn't. So uh, you're suspended until we say you can come back. Yeah. It's again, it's a really bad look. And I, it's a bad look because the NFL has gone so heavily into sports gambling. It's, you know, the commercials are everywhere. So it is a bad look. I will also say that the gambling has gone on for, you know, a century plus. The Black Sox scandal in 1918, you know, there games have there has been betting on games. There's been gambling since the very beginning of organized professional sports. So I actually think it's better when you do have regulated options, safe options. It was a company the NFL worked with called Genius Sports that helped report that this, this bet was placed. And they recognized, wait a minute, uh, this is an NFL player. So they helped report it. 
if he had been betting with a bookie or if he had been betting offshore, we would have never known about this. Right. It could have spiraled out of control. It could have been even worse than what it was. Ryan, it's a big day in Illinois. Obviously, uh, we're on live right now on 670 The Score in Chicago and Odyssey Station. And also, um, so I went back home a couple months ago and I wanted to jump on BetMGM, which wasn't available, and I wanted to uh, gamble uh, mobily, but I couldn't do so because I obviously live in D.C. I didn't register in Illinois, and then when I looked at where I could register, it was an hour away from my home, so I didn't end up doing so. Uh, We found out this past weekend, Illinois in-person sports betting registration is no more. So could you give us all the details about how people could place their bets mobily uh, in Illinois? Yeah, so the good news is it's just the easiest it can be now uh, for the better part of two years, really. Um, it was you had to go in person to a casino and even worse, it had to be the one. So if they're partnered with company X yeah. and they're in e- like, you know, East St. Louis, you still got to go four hours to go to company Y in Chicago yeah. or vice versa. So it was really just a mess. Uh, this is now uh, you have that NGM, obviously great company. We love them. Uh, so you have them not only live, but just go on your phone, eligible betters, age 21 and up. Uh, if you're in the state, you can sign up, register, deposit, place bets. You know, in, in 10 minutes or less, you know, depending on the, the application and all that. But it's really good news. It, it follows every other state but Nevada, which still has its in-person registration requirement. We've talked on this show. They're the, kind of the only ones that can get away with that. And it's still not a good policy. But this is really good news for Illinois. It's right at, we're getting into conference tournaments are starting today. The big ones are coming this weekend. And then obviously March Madness next week. So good timing. It's, it was too long to have the in-person registration requirement. But it's a good day that it's gone. Can you give us some more details, Ryan, on some other places that are going to become legalized soon? I think what I'm seeing right now is Ohio, Missouri, and Maryland. Can you give us some updates there? Yeah, so Ohio is already approved their bill. So good news, they're working steadily but consistently. Their goal is they are going to go live sometime this year. It'll probably, they're going to try for uh, September, try before football season. I don't want to get people's hopes up because there could be obstacles, but they're going to obviously try that maybe August, September, try to get it going live in Ohio. Uh, Maryland is doing the opposite approach. They are looking less and less likely that they'll go live in 2022. It's sick. They're they're making very little progress. Um, They have a long, long way to go. Football season, I mean, right now we're looking at the Super Bowl next year, March Madness. That is probably more so the time frame. I think there's a very good chance Maryland misses some or not all of the 2022 NFL season after they missed all of the 2021 NFL season. They have a few retail sports books. They have a few more that are going to open up in-person sports books, but it's just obviously not the same online as everything. And then Missouri, uh, we're really seeing some positive traction there. They admit fully they have some work to do. That They're actually trying to do some camp, uh, problem gambling funding, which is an important thing, especially what we got going on in the news today. A couple other things, uh, how many licenses are going to be. They're still talking about taxes, but pretty standard stuff. They finally seem to have the ball rolling politically. And Missouri is, if everything goes well, that's a state that you'd also see live uh, sometime this year, probably. The goal is always to try to go to live before football season. We're joined now by our guy, Ryan, Butler's, uh, Ryan Butler of Wagers.com. You can check out this entire interview wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, or Google, G-O-O-G-L-E. What's going on with Minnesota? Okay, so Minnesota is the only state in the upper Midwest not to have the legalized sports gambling or not to have legalized sports gambling. But I'm seeing there's a proposal in the works and they're trying to work things out. A brand new bill has been uh, has been pushed to the forefront. Do you have any update on Minnesota? Yeah, so some good news. They're not moving as quickly as uh, Missouri. Missouri, for example, is 
everyone's kind of on the same page. They're just more so hammering on the details. Minnesota has some big questions about their structure. Uh, they are a tribal gaming state, so yeah. anything that goes with sports betting will have a big role on that. And we've talked about this too. But it's tribal gaming interests are oftentimes very different than commercial gaming interests or, or your you know commercial sports books or, or casinos like they have in Missouri. Uh, you have a lot of different issues that go into it. You have different goals. You have different um, ideas behind how to run things. So that is that there is some just overall kind of growing support for. Uh, sports betting, online sports betting from the tribe. Now, the bigger question is just how many, uh, how are we going to do this? Are we going to do it online? Are we going to do it in person only? A lot of tribes worry about online sports, but they fear that if you can re- do it remotely, you won't go in person and visit the casino. And sports betting generates a lot of money, but it's a fraction of the money that uh, slots generate, that even really entertainment, drinks, uh, stuff like that. So there's a lot of concerns there. And a lot of these tribal gaming casinos are very small. And a lot of them is maybe not only the tribe, but maybe that town is their largest revenue generator. So they're very, obviously, very, very sensitive about anything that changes that. Uh, but we've seen in Michigan, where it's been a tremendous success, the statewide online sports betting, where even some of the smaller tribes, uh, they've actually been beneficiaries of it. There's a small tribe in the upper panhandle in Michigan that partner with DraftKings. They have so much more money from the DraftKings sportsbook than they would any other way. So, we're, you know, there's just scenarios that work like this. Connecticut, a tribal gaming state, has done this. Arizona, another tribal gaming state that did it. And Arizona partnered with sports teams as well. Minnesota, that would be a great scenario. That's not necessarily what they're looking at, but Minnesota, you have the tribe, the dozen tribal sports books. You have uh, four really high-profile sports teams there, professional sports teams uh, in the big four sports. So we'll see. A lot of work there, but there is definitely some interest. I just can't. It's too early for their process uh, to really kind of guess to see where this is going to go. Ryan, I meant to ask you this when we were talking about Calvin Ridley because this was a part of the news story that I didn't quite understand. I'd love you to to shed some light on it if you could. Uh, he was apparently gambling or sports betting in Florida on his phone, but sports betting in Florida does, is not allowed on the mobile betting. So how would that all have happened? Yeah, this is uh, this gets into the, the fun stuff that I got to do for work. Uh, there was technically a legal sports book that was live for about six weeks. Uh, in November and December. Uh, it was the Hard Rocks uh, Sportsbook app, which technically had gone through um, all of the necessary approvals to be considered a legal sportsbook. The problem was that was then challenged in court, and a court overturned the law and the gaming compact that allowed that to happen. So very technical stuff, but yes, he technically was betting at the time with a legal sportsbook. Florida has, it's where I live now, it has the distinction of the only state in America to have a legal sports betting and then legal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wow. Hopefully it comes back soon. Jeez. We're all hoping down here. <laughs> that's so weird. Ryan, thank you so much. You guys got anything else for God, that's, Ryan? That's it. I needed that clarity, though, because it was on NFL Network all day, and I was Googling like a storm and then just never made sense. So thank you for making that super, super clear. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, I'm glad to help out. Our guy, Ryan Butler. Ryan Butler on the case. You could be a part of Paw Patrol as well. Paw Patrol, Ryan Butler's on the case. You got any questions about sports gambling, how Calvin really got caught? Ask our guy, Ryan Butler, wagers. Thank you so much, Ryan Butler, joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free 
online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Ryan Yo, knows it that's all. That's really My good goodness. to know. He's great. And really quick, I'll say about Calvin Ridley, I don't want to say this is the reason he got caught or anything, but he made he, he broke two of the Horvat Cardinal rules when sports betting. One, no 18 parlays. No parlays. And number two, you <laughs> never bet on Atlanta on the money line. Maybe you take him to cover the number if it's like 16 and a half. Is he, has Calvin Ridley not seen the red He's zone offense for the Falcons better. since Kyle Shanahan left? Bro, that's especially what, without him. But like, that's why they didn't. That's why they refused like, to trade. Kyle him. Pitts caught what one touchdown Bro, this year. That's why they refused to trade him, man. They were going to trade him, but they were like, "Well, what did you bet on, Calvin?" He was like, oh, "I bet on you guys." He's like, "Oh, you all dra- right, we'll keep you through this." You draft a tight end, top five, top ten. He better have at least. He was a Pro Bowler this year. Six. No, he had a bunch of grabs and a bunch of yards, but he just didn't catch any <laughs> touchdowns. Kind of like when Julio was there. Like, yes. I, I know this is a fantasy owner of Julio Jones it's for Matt six Ryan years. Syndrome. That's the problem. Matt Ryan can't throw tutties. Not one unless Not Kyle Shanahan's zone. calling those plays exactly. Yeah. So that's that's why Calvin Ridley got himself in trouble. Speaking of Matt Ryan, don't want to see him in the Washington <gasps> uniform. 